Prepare to be captivated by the business story of the week, hosted by me, Shaheen Shan. Join us on a journey through the twists and turns of entrepreneurial triumphs and setbacks. Immerse yourself in the narrative and witness the magic that turns dreams into reality. This is Business Story of the Week. Shaheen is the guest for today's podcast, and I'm very excited to talk because he is the founder of a podcast called the largest podcast promotion agency in the world. Since then, Shaheen has further established himself as an award-winning entrepreneur, Amazon expert, inventor, author, and filmmaker. His career as a serial entrepreneur spans more than 30 years and a billion dollars in revenue. Shaheen's family of products on Amazon.com consistently outpace sales of household brand on the platform, making him a sought-after expert and consultant for Fortune 500 companies. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about how you can use new or existing podcasts to grow your business with more sales and creating predictable recurring revenue streams without trading time for money. Shaheen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, man. Excited to be on, Brian. Mate, I want to jump straight in because there's a lot of people listening who either want to start a podcast or have their own podcast, either for brand or for selling service or for selling products. But I want to get in your words why podcasts are the most efficient way to sell a product, but particularly focused on services here because we have a lot of health, wellness, fitness entrepreneurs listening. Talk about why it's the most efficient way. Yeah, that's amazing. And I'm a fitness health guy too. So I've been in martial arts almost all my life and and I get it. So look, if you are somebody who is in the health and wellness field, I got some bad news for you. And that's this. There are three and a half billion other people that do exactly what you do. And the shocking thing is, no matter how good you are, no matter how ripped you are, no matter what a good athlete you are, there will always be somebody who is better than you. So how do you sell your service as a athlete, as a personal trainer, somebody in health and wellness? I've been doing supplements since the early 90s, created a first company, did over a billion dollars in revenue. Well, the answer is, you have to stop selling in the traditional way and start doing what your people, Brian, are masters of, storytelling. So you have to sell through story. The Irish are hands down some of the best storytellers. It's a culture that grew through storytelling. And for that reason, they're also masters at sales. So what do podcasts do for you? Being a guest on somebody else's podcast allows you to benefit from their authority. Now, you're not saying you're the best person in the world. Someone else is saying that you're the best. So you have not only social proof, but you have authority. Secondly, you're not telling them, hey, hire me as a personal trainer, buy my supplement, buy my thing. You're not doing any of that. You're just going on and naturally telling a story and people are with you. They're in the car for an hour when they're taking the kids to soccer practice or football, as you'd say. They're in the car listening to you and it's a long form. It's over an hour, right? We live in a social media noise environment. So every step of the way you're hit with these ads and you're like, oh, well, that's interesting. Maybe I'd be interested in this person. And then all of a sudden there's a dancing dog in a bikini and, and you're gone. You're already on the other side of the planet. So 
being a guest on podcasts is really the most powerful, the highest ROI return on investment than, that you can get as an athlete entrepreneur. With that in mind then, and one of my favorite philosophies, and I spoke with Keith Ferrazzi a while back, who's the author of New York Times bestselling book, Never Eat Alone, and the first chapter in there is Lead with Generosity. And one of the ways that I found very effective for podcast appearances as a guest was being a host and then going on their show and doing a kind of a podcast swap, very similar to Business Story of the Week. We were going to talk about doing an episode back and forth so that it works both ways. Do you find that hosting a show gives you nearly a competitive advantage when it comes to reaching out to becoming a guest on somebody's show? Or what's your thoughts on that, Shaheen? Yeah, absolutely. You have to build your profile in the new digital economy with ChatGPT, with all these new AI softwares that are coming out. Our world is changing. With the advent of this new artificial intelligence, what we know of what we know now is that the world will never be the same. It's not like the internet being introduced. It's like fire being created. So how do you stay ahead? By being authentic. That's one thing the machines will never do. Machines can never be authentic. They can never, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I saw this bumper sticker that used to go around in the 90s. And it said, drum machines have no soul. And it's kind of like that. So to your, to your point, the fact is that the ability to talk to somebody for an hour and be the authentic you, which is what being a guest on podcast and having your own show as well allows you to do. It allows you to shine. And you know what? If you mess up, you've got 59 other minutes to make it good. It's incredibly powerful and you're, you're doing it every day. So I love to hear that. And yeah, you know, we host a show called business story of the week. You guys want to check us out is businessstorynewyork.com is the website. So if you guys want to check that out or check us out, business story of the week, Shaheen Shan, look us up, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple podcast, Google podcasts, wherever podcasts are found. But podcasting is absolutely free for anybody to do. And it is one of the most powerful and most effective mediums to get your message out. Now, here's the interesting thing. Most people suck when they start doing it. And what's worse, we don't know what we don't know, is that when you start, you will think you're great, but you suck. Most people don't know to get the right microphone, the right lighting, have their talking points ready. There's 20 tips I could give in in you know, in, in five minute period that can up your game. But the only way to get good is to try and fail. I couldn't agree more. One of the things that I've learned, and I'm going to piggyback on what you've said there, because I couldn't believe more in the power of podcasts. I have three podcasts, the online business podcast we're speaking on now. I've got the Brian Keen podcast, which is my flagship health and wellness show. And then I have another episode, uh, podcast, which is for uh, athletes that are, is a top of funnel lead generation for sales into one of my programs. And I appear on other people's podcasts to try and amplify all of that. And something that you mentioned there that I'm going to double back on is that that it's free for anyone, which is a bit of a catch-22. There's a low barrier to entry, which means anyone can do it. So to get yourself above can be difficult. So I want to double back on that. But before we do, 
when it comes to appearing as a guest on shows and putting yourself forward as an authority, where do you think and how do you think people should approach potentially getting on to shows because you mentioned a very important point there that I've touched on in this podcast previously one of my favorite reasons to talk to people on shows is and we can swear on my show is you can tell if someone's full of shit on a podcast you can't on an Instagram reel you can't on a TikTok video you can't because of maybe chat GBT or people writing blog yeah. posts with artificial intelligence on a podcast if someone's full of shit you see that really quickly and I love that about it but for those who want to reach out to potentially go on shows and and potentially double or treble the revenue, how should they per use podcasts to potentially approach that? Yeah, look, there's a lot of bullshit out there because based on our attention span, we respond to dopamine. So all these electronic devices, our iPhones, our iPads, everything, you know, TikTok, Instagram is based on us getting that dopamine hit. And people like you and me who are athletes who go out there, we have the ability to discipline ourselves to get that dopamine hit from something that's actually good for us and not tricking us. So the problem is with all this noise out there, that's the thing that we get attracted to. And people respond to that throughout social media. So when you see the dudes that are out there selling whatever it is that they're selling, you're right. There's a lot of bullshit, and unfortunately, it has become the rule, not the exception. Right? It's not real for a dude to be driving on a limousine with a jacuzzi and 20 bikini girls and you know Ferraris and Lambos and stuff like that. That's not how business works. The way business works is you try something. You know. You build it out. You split test. You make mistakes. You fail. You come back. You fix it, and then you fail a little less. And the guy that keeps getting knocked out but keeps getting up and trying over and over and over again is the guy that succeeds. So you look at people like Elon Musk. You look at Jeff Bezos. You look at Steve Jobs. These aren't people – or you look at Nolan Bushnell, a, a friend of mine and the founder of Atari. You look at guys like that, and these are guys who we see all their successes. We see all of the, the spoils of their success, and, man, they're the richest richest dudes in the world and, and all this, what we don't see is all the times they've failed, right? And we don't see the times they've gotten knocked out and got back up and won because they made it a point to win when it counts and lose a lot in a lot of the smaller battles, right? So, so it's okay to lose the battles as long as you win the war. Now, to your question, I think your question was, how do you use podcasts in your business to get profitable, right? Mm -hmm. You got to get on as many shows as possible and A, build up your profile, get known within the podcasting community, build your authority, take that content and aggregate it. I don't care if I'm talking to two people on the other end of this camera or Two million people on the other end of this camera. I bring the same energy because no matter what happens, first off, this lives forever on the internets, on the interwebs. Secondly, I get to take this content and aggregate it through my own channels. So if the podcaster isn't doing his job, I'm going to put it 
to be my job to not only promote his show and get him views and likes and subscribers, but I'm going to be creating great content. I can talk all day, and that's where you want to get good at is being able to talk all day, regardless if you're talking to one person or a million people, because that's how you build it. And look, you can do it yourself. I think it's a mistake, and I, I can explain why if you care to hear, but ultimately you want to have a reputable company representing you and it's cheaper than you think if you guys are interested in that we're podcast cola check us out i'm happy to get on a call with any of your listeners or viewers uh, and you can book me at podcastcola.com i talk to every one of our clients directly there's no obligation and if i can't help you i can at least give you some direction as to how you can do it yourself and get booked on podcasts I also have a book coming out called Podcast Famous, where uh, I show all the tips and tricks to getting booked on podcasts, and I'd like to offer a free copy to, to all of your viewers if they just book a call with me uh, on podcastcola.com. I love that. And that, again, I think is an absolute no-brainer. Like, there's a no-lose scenario with that when it comes to either being finding the company that's going to work for you in the case of Podcast Cola and you, Shaheen, or advice on what you can do for yourself. So I think it's a very low risk or no risk for people that are listening. And I agree with you completely because we've ran tests over the last few years. Now, I'm fortunate at this point in my business where I get so many requests either for people to come on my shows or for me to go on theirs that we don't have an external team doing this anymore for the most part. But we have tried in-house assistance reaching out to podcasts and we have tried working with podcast companies companies, etc. Um, and as you said, it's way better when you have a company because it's more professional. It just has that professional element. And if you're a host and you've got a one sheet and a company that you're talking to, you have a much higher percentage of somebody that's in the hosting position of saying yes than somebody saying, hey, you know, I'm Shaheen. These are all the things that I've done. Can I come and have a chat on your show? It, it just, and I think for every personal trainer, entrepreneur listening, having somebody go to bat for you just seems more professional from my experience as the host. So again, I completely agree with everything you've said there. Yeah, that I mean, look, there's a reason why we have agents. I live in Los Angeles, so here we've got Hollywood and everybody's got an agent or a manager. Why do they have that? Because it's a mistake to represent yourself because you're emotionally connected to the intellectual property that is you. I'll give you an example of that. So I live in Los Angeles and part of the time in Washington and you know I live all over the place. But here in, in Los Angeles, we have a very affluent area uh, Malibu, I'm sure everyone's heard of it. It's where you see all the beautiful beaches and the celebrities and all that. And you go to like these great neighborhoods and there'll be houses. And Malibu real estate's like cash. It's very liquid. Everybody wants to live there. It's always selling millions of dollars in homes. But there's always a dude that's standing out there with a sign for sale by owner, right? And that's on the house. And the first thing that people think when they see that is what the fuck is wrong with this guy, right? People don't think, oh, well, that's awesome, right? It's like, dude, you're selling a $10 million house. You're selling a $5 million house. You can afford to hire a professional. So shockingly, the people who do that end up getting substantially less than the people who go with a professional broker and agent. The broker and agent can counterweight offers. The broker and agent can speak in their defense. They probably have a pool of other brokers and agents and buyers and sellers who can come and buy that property. So the guy who's representing himself on the corner 
it's a bad look. Now imagine, you've only got one you. So if you are wanting to put your best foot out to these shows to say, hey, book me and I will give you the best possible value for your viewers and listeners and make you look good. If you're representing yourself, that's already from the get-go, not a good look. People that are known, authors, speakers, writers, entrepreneurs, always have somebody representing them. Yeah, I think it's it's nearly as close to a must as can be when it comes to increasing your strike rate of success with it um, as from personal experience who's been on both sides of it. And I want to touch then on because what I found when it comes to investment in in appearing on podcasts is if you do the math on it, like you can have a podcast and there might only be 100 downloads per episode, but if they're in your ideal niche or avatar and you have a course or a program or a service in this case that you're selling and you convert maybe five people, 10 people, you could make couple of thousand, tens of thousands off the back of a good podcast appearance on the right show from my experience anyway. So talk to us about how can we could create some predictable recurring revenue streams without selling time for money. I'm a big believer in that. I only offer one service in my entire business that I offer time for money on in my mentorship business program. All my courses are scaled. All my fitness programs are scaled. Podcasts, sponsorships, everything else is at scale except for that one area. And that's because it's a passion project for me and it keeps my finger on the pulse with the entrepreneurs I work with. But talk to us about creating predictable recurring revenue streams without selling hours and selling your time for hours. Yeah, we talk about that a lot on my show, Business Story of the Week. And again, you guys can check that out. BusinessStoryNewYork.com is the website or uh, look me up. Um, so, okay. I think when you're starting out, you do have to sell your hours for money. Okay, You do have to take a job. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having a side hustle, right? There's nothing wrong with having to drive Uber or, or you know, doing Lyft or having to do what, what a task rabbit or whatever it is to get cash. If you if your account is less than ten thousand dollars, okay. If you got less than ten thousand dollars in your account, it's not a bad idea because you want to build up that nest egg. You need that foundation. Once you have that foundation, I tell people this is a good marker. When you have at least ten thousand dollars that you can burn and nothing would happen, you could literally start a bonfire with it. And you don't have to worry about that. You're cool. Your, your lifestyle doesn't change at all. Then that's when you got to start thinking. So until then, you do have to sell your hours. Anybody tells you you don't is lying to you, right? Unless you're one of the few like lucky entrepreneurs and you can go out there and create some kind of hustle. But, you know, outside of that, you got to figure out a way to get that nest egg going. Once you have that first $10,000, what you have to start thinking about is how you can multiply that money. And I teach an Amazon course. I'm one of the top Amazon experts in the country. It's fbasellercourse.com. Or again, reach out to me. You could actually reach out to me on the podcast Cola site, and I'm happy to share my uh, two-hour course for free with anybody that's interested. So what you need to do is you need to start diversifying, right? If you just have one bet, might go well, might not. But you need to have different buckets, right? So you got to have a long-term bucket that's a long shot, like something that could go 
gangbusters for you and you could do really, really well with it. There should be something in the midterm that's more conservative but regularly bringing money and something in the short term that's bringing in the cash to pay the bills and whatnot. And the short term thing, like I said, if it's something where you got to sell your hours, cool. If you're smart enough to work something else out, great, right? But you should have those areas. Now, within those areas, you should diversify. I talk about four pillars. You should have some money in real estate, and you can think about that. If you don't, you should be saving up to have a down payment, to buy something in real estate or do something in real estate. Real estate is one of the greatest ways to create wealth. Um, the second thing is your job or your career, whatever you're doing to make money, right? Um, the third thing that you should be doing is a completely passive investment, something in the markets. If you know about crypto, I'm not a crypto guy, but maybe something in crypto, something that's, that's in the markets, Stocks, bonds, that kind of thing. Options, lots of creative stuff to do. And the final thing is having a business that's creating recurring revenue. And I believe in e-commerce for that. And the strongest form of e-commerce I believe right now in the market is Amazon because it's the lowest barrier to entry. And again, if you guys are interested, it's fbasellercourse.com, FBA for Fulfillment by Amazon, or reach out to me on Podcast Cola, and I'm, I'm happy to help you with that. But building out an Amazon company doesn't have to cost a lot. You can do it well within that $10,000 uh, nest egg that you have. And your chances of success are higher than any other business, in my opinion. With the Amazon in particular, and I think that's great advice, and I've been very fortunate over the last few years, I've gone down the real estate route with a couple of properties. I have the business that I have, and then the investment, which in Ireland is slightly different than the US. It's effectively what's going into an index fund, but it just keeps you nice and ticking over. They're the things for 15 years from now, 20 years from now, and the business is what is basically coming in at the minute. So you always want to have those buckets, like you said, or those pillars, like you said. But with the Amazon in particular, with people who are in the health, fitness, wellness space, the obvious thing where my brain goes, and I might, I definitely have huge gaps on my knowledge about this, so I might need to take the course myself, but books is what comes up for me when I think Fulfilled by Amazon and having health, wellness, fitness books. Is there other areas of Amazon that people in the health, wellness, or fitness space could focus on? And is that product-based? Obviously, because it's Amazon, you're not going to sell services on there, or how would that potentially look? Yeah, books books are not a way to make money. You don't make money selling books. You make money with on the front end. Private on label. The... Yeah. Private yeah. label physical product. Yeah, right. Books books are great as a calling card. They're great as a way like top of funnel, like you're saying. They're 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 you know, like I'm offering my free podcasting book if anybody wants to, you know, it's thirty bucks if you get on Amazon, but I offer it for free as a way to get people interested in in what I'm doing, obviously, right? So full transparency. But, um, you know, and I've written eight books uh, pre-chat GPT. But you can, <laughs> you can now <laughs> effectively write a book in, in a weekend, and it's actually pretty damn good. Um, still, there's nothing that does it organically. You still need to have um, human intervention and, and, and oversight prompts, to make it work. But that's going to change soon. That's going to change soon. So look, with, with, with that said, I think you know, creating products that are in the niche that you know, private labeling them, and finding out how to tell a better story around them is really one of the quickest paths to success and wealth uh, that I know of. And I've created multiple seven-figure, eight-figure companies on Amazon. I do it every day. 
and we continue to build and there's a very clear methodology and system on how to do it. Again, I teach it on fbasellercourse.com, but if you're somebody who's uh, values your time, uh, setting up an Amazon business is fantastic. It's a very portable type business. Uh, you can you can do it anywhere. I mean, in fact, we are going to be this summer uh, sailing on the Greek Isles. And while I'm sailing, I'm going to be earning cash. You know, every time I open up my laptop whenever I feel like it with my new Starlink so I can check in on the sales, uh, company's running itself. You know, we've got people all over the world that run the company. And Amazon fulfills. So it's very easy. Would you say then, and just to tie everything together, if somebody was to go down the route of Fulfilled by Amazon, coming through the course, setting up potentially a product on there, or even for just their own service, if they're one-to-one or scaled or courses, etc., you use podcasts and appearances on podcasts and potentially your own as a host to pour gasoline on the fire of sales. Is that how people use it? Exactly right. Yeah, I like how you're tying it all together. Yeah, that's one of the hacks that people can use by gaining authority, right? So look, all of this stuff, I tell people, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Don't expect to go out there and, you know, like it's again, the shiny object syndrome of what people see on TikTok and Insta. They're like, man, I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna make all this money and then they get disappointed and they leave. I'll let you in on a little secret. Most people fail. Most people are going to fail. The difference between the guy who's now selling his company for $30 million to a VC, to an aggregator, to somebody who's buying his Amazon company that he started two years ago, and the guy who's back driving Uber isn't that they didn't fail. The difference is that the guy who's now selling his company for $30 million kept getting back up. That's the difference. And so... Yeah, go on. None of this stuff happens overnight. It's trial and error. And it requires a very specific type of discipline, a very specific type of being able to take rejection and failure and turn it into success. And if you're part of that 1% that's so driven, reach out and see if we can help you. It's fbasellercourse.com. I love that. And I was just going to hop in and say that that failure is feedback. You have to use every time you fall down as feedback on what not to do or where to pivot and where to change going forward. One of the advices I offer to people on this podcast and entrepreneurs that I work with is test things. And by all means, if you make mistakes, that's fine. Just make sure they're not death blows. You can make you know, a thousand different mistakes. I probably made more than anyone, Shaheen. I'm sure you're the exact same, but they weren't death blows. They were things that, well, that didn't work. I need to tweak this or I need to pivot. And I didn't go all in on things, assuming they were going to work or having a field of dreams or where you just build it and expect people to come. You have to test things and see. And once you do that and use the failure as feedback and move forward with it, you'll have a successful business. Shaheen, 
there's so much here. I think we've given great call to actions for people when it comes to Podcast Cola for those who want to just up it. And we have a lot of entrepreneurs listening who are at the point now where there's a glass ceiling above them and they need to break through it with that appearance on other podcast shows. So I think reaching out to you and your team is going to be the best way for them to do that if that's what they want to move forward with. And you've also have the, pot, the book that you said you'll give people for free, the course for anyone that wants to go down the potential route of Fulfilled by Amazon, which I think, again, an area I'm far from an expert in. I actually have very basic knowledge of it. I think you're the person to go to on that. I might even be coming through that course myself just to try and give myself that education. But for those who are listening, you can reach out directly. I'm going to put it in the show notes shaheenshahin.com I'll put the uh, business story of the week links in the podcast as well for anyone that wants to click straight through podcast people love podcasts so you can go on and check out that but Shaheen is there anywhere else you want to send people or anything else you want to say before we wrap up no just reach out to me anybody that's interested it's podcastcola.com you can book a 15 minute call with me and I'm happy to see if you're interested in Amazon or if you're interested in being a guest on great podcasts like this um, results don't lie so let's start getting you that result that you want. Amazing. And my call to action for people, for those of you looking to break through that glass ceiling, reach out, check it out, and up your game. As I said, I've been on the receiving end of appearing on other shows that have has amplified my business and it pours gasoline on the fire of even just sales and serving the right people when you get on the right shows. So that's my call to action. Shaheen, keep doing what you're doing. And thank you so much again for the chat. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. All right. So here's the thing. We try to get a little bit better every day, but we can't do it without you. So if you like the video, make sure to like and subscribe below. And if you have any comments, just leave them in the space under.